You're listening to Social Work Insider, the go-to podcast for social workers in all stages. Each episode, you're going to learn key career insights and tips to prepare you for hiring success. From building confidence to personal branding, I'm your host, Harleni Vasquez, a first-gen Latina, licensed social worker turned social work career coach, and I'm on a mission, y'all, to uplift and elevate the social work profession. I was able to build my own roadmap to success within my own social work career, and I'm here to provide you all with the concrete tools and knowledge needed to create the success you desire utilizing your social work degree. Enjoy. Welcome back, my fellow social workers, to another episode here on Social Work Insider. And today I have a juicy episode for you all because I have my fellow social worker, entrepreneur, the phenomenon, Christina um, Roderick. And she is the CEO and founder of Intention Elevation, a consulting and education firm which aims to elevate the marginalized community and those who support them. Hey, let's go. Um, Christina, how are you? Thank you so much for being here today. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I'm so excited to, to be here and have this conversation today. Absolutely. Tell the tell the people a little bit more about you and, you know, your journey. As I mentioned, you are a former school social worker turned entrepreneur, you know, tell everyone, you know, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Christina Broderick Royce. Um, I always forget to, you know, add in this next last name now that I'm married. Um, <laughs> you know, transitions, transitions. Um, so yes, I am a former school social worker. Um, In terms of my social work journey, I've worked in nonprofits. um, I've worked in a lot of education spaces. um, And it was over the course of my tenure working within schools and then primarily um, in higher education, I was realizing how backwards it is in terms of the way that we approach mental health, um, especially with our students. So I've worked across the entire education spectrum. Uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, higher ed, and primarily within our first generation population, um, low income population, black and brown students. Um, And there was just a lot of just lack of awareness and education, um, and they were suffering the most, right? Um, And I wanted to be a part of a change. Um, Thankfully, my friend saw it in me first, and she tapped me and was like, I really think you should do something of your own, right? Um, and I know we're going to get into this, but like, I was like, I don't know anything about running a business. I don't Mm -hmm. know anything about like what's possible. Um, but I did know, like, I was really good at at, uh, public speaking. Um, I loved being on stages. I loved like running workshops. Uh, and that's kind of where I just started. I was like, well, let me just see if I can put on a workshop. If someone wants me to come in and talk. Um, and it's been able to morph over these years, um, where fortunately we've been able to work with uh, education programs, Fortune 500 companies, um, and different entities around the nation on how they can become more mental health forward. Um, and so at this point, I think we've served over 3,000 people um, and worked uh, from East Coast to West Coast, some people in Canada, um, really trying to expand our international work. Um, and from that, right, having been able to leverage my skills into my social work skills into becoming a business owner other social workers were like hey like can you help me out like how can I do something similar 
And so a few years ago, I was able to start coaching other social workers to build their own business. Um, and that has morphed into my signature program, the Social Work Entrepreneurship Incubator, um, which we work with social workers uh, to turn their beautiful, beautiful ideas on how they want to make impacts in their community um, into becoming a, a thriving business. So um, that's the quick and dirty version. Uh, additional things, I'm an adjunct professor, so I teach uh, up-and-coming social workers. I am a published author and in a really amazing book called Where Social Work leads you uh the journeys to through and around social work it's a collection of stories from social workers around the nation um keynote speaker master trainer uh first generation american first generation college graduate right all that good stuff so so the quick and dirty version of who i am <laughs> yes oh my god powerhouse to the freaking max i'm like let's go let's go and there's so much power in you sharing your story because you know, for anyone who's listening right now, whether you are about to graduate, whether you're a recent grad, whether you're a seasoned social worker, we all started with our why. We all started with a vision, right? For you, you know, back then was, you know, um, working in the community, you know, school social worker. And, you know, that's pretty much the vision that you had back then. And it reminds me, for me, I always knew that, you know, I wanted to be a hospital social worker. And, you know, even though I did start working in social services and foster care and just shelter system unfortunately my particular goal back then was not able to be as smooth as a transition you know due to licensure which is something that I often talk about but I really want to highlight what you mentioned about people brought it out of you when it came to your particular skills and that was the same for me you know I think you and I are very similar that you know we weren't in a situation where we were like we're so burned out that we need to leave our job and then we need to start a business, right? Like kind of having that our why for us, it was more of like, wait a minute, I'm really good at this particular skill and let's just, you know, explore it and see what lands. And then of course, you know, it led us to entrepreneurship, which I know we will go into a little bit more deeper in a little bit, but even thinking about, you know, my particular journey for those who actually know is that, for me, I am someone that my family always told me I am a natural career cheerleader, always a go-to person to talk about goals and career planning and resume, cover letter, interview prep, all of those things. Like through all my life, through all the roles that I held, that was something that, you know, I really, really focused on without even realizing that I was, right? And it's crazy for me, it was actually my fiance he was like, why are you doing all this stuff for free? He was like, you're doing resumes and cover letters. And I'm like, because I care and I want to help people. He was like, well, that's your time. You should charge. And I was like, charge? What are you talking about? But then, you know, he kind of started creating. And I always say he is the the co kind of like the co-founder you're about fine because he helped me with that name so he always says that he was like I'm a co-founder but reality no I'm the founder <laughs> in general it's just I mean obviously I give him a lot of credit yeah, yeah give him credit where credit's due you know what I'm saying exactly right he's my you know my own cheerleader you know at, throughout this um career journey entrepreneurship journey but even going back from that place of like even though he told me that I still felt uneasy to charge, which I know mm -hmm. you'll also, you know, tap into that shortly. But even at that time, I was like, you know what? 
I know that I want to do more. So let me get on LinkedIn. Let me get on Instagram and just share content about my own journey onto not passing my licensure and, you know, trying to find the job and, you know, feeling low and, and all those things just because, you know, being a recent grad and trying to find the job. So, you know, everything that you're saying, it just reminded me of my own journey. And of course, look at us where we are today, yeah. which is a great segue into like, you know, for you to share anyone who is currently maybe in a similar situation or even that they are looking to start their business because they want to leave their job. And I know you probably yeah. have encountered that with some of your clients. Yeah. And it's, I mean, my, I think we think of like the full journey of my business. So it was 2018, I believe, um, where I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to do it. And I was like, launching a business meant I made an Instagram page. <laughs> so I was like, I'm doing it right. Like, and you're not really, it's just an Instagram page and like making like arbitrary posts. Um, so it actually wasn't, I was just like, you know, trying and doing all of my outreach and I'll, I'll kind of expand on that in a second, but it wasn't until my, I had started a new position in 2018 as a school social worker, um, having worked in a variety of other places and I was going into the next school year right now, 2019. And I was like, I really want to do this business thing, right? And I think that's kind of like the the catalyst for a lot of people um, is that like you get to a place where you're like, I'm going to take this seriously, right? Mm -hmm. Because if we keep just, you know, here and there doing things, right? Or putting everything else as a priority and keeping it as like the last thing we attend to, we're treating it as a hobby. And I was treating it as a hobby, but I was like, I need to take this more seriously, and I was getting at that time, right? I was getting burnt out in the school social work space, um, mostly because I just knew I didn't really enjoy it. Um, but there was tons of other political blah blah stuff happening in school social work, which I'm, some people will probably relate to. Um, but I was like, "This is it, right? Like, I have to take this seriously." And that's usually when people come to me, right? One of the big determinants, like, how serious are you about this? If you want to keep it a side hobby, then that's fine, right? Um, but if you really want to take it seriously, there's going to be tons of education around it. Um, so for me, that looks like some of full-bodied Virgo. So I do too much all the time. Um, and so that looks like I joined two business programs at the same time. And I was like, we are really, we got it one school year to get this done. Right. Um, so I joined two business programs at the same time. Um, so I was like, there's this, this lack of information. Um, oh I get God, really yeah. frustrated with the social work education because we push, you know, uh, private practice and therapy and becoming a therapist and running a private practice it's a business yep. <laughs> at the end of the day. And even though I don't run a private practice, but a lot of people do, um, we don't learn about business, right? Like we don't learn about anything related to running a business. Um, and so there was a huge education curve. Um, and so part of that, when the time is ready for people and you're ready to take that step and you're ready to make that commitment, right? It's like, how serious am I, right? To the education that I have to learn, right? Because yeah, we can, we can, we can leverage our skills. And I can talk about that some more too, um, that are very transferable, but there's some solid knowledge gaps, right? Like yep. accounting <laughs> and like sending out invoices and contracts. Marketing right? yourself. Oh my Marketing God. Marketing yourself, right? Having a sales call, right? Like there's certain learning gaps that actually do like have to be closed. Um, so that's usually the biggest kind of starting point and leverage as like, how serious am I about this? Right. Cause yeah, I can be I'm like you, right. I can be the cheerleader. I can like 
pour into you and like uplift you and be like, you can do this. You got this. But if you're like, "Mm, nah, then it is going to be what it's going to be. Right. Um, And so mindset is also a huge, a huge, huge, huge piece of this. Um, no matter where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, it brings out your insecurities. Let me tell you, girl, that. <laughs> <laughs> in every way, right? But it, it's it's the ability to feel the fear and do it anyway, yeah. right? Um, so uh, I I think that's going to be the biggest thing for people who are looking to, you know, if you are burnt out or if you're intrigued, it's really about a commitment, right? And and not a my curse, of course. Not a half-assed commitment, like a true commitment. <laughs> um, because the beauty of like entrepreneurship, and I'm sure you've gotten this, Harlany, is like in our standard roles, right? We we can only do so much, right? Yeah. But the beauty of entrepreneurship is that like we are the the impact that we can make on the communities that we care about is exponential, right? When I was working as a school social worker, I oversaw 300 students. Now it's gone to like 2,500 students, right? Um, and so the impact in the communities I want to serve has increased, but also like your income, right? But again, it's not just going to come from making an Instagram page and like making some posts, right? There is like some learning and some commitment um, to be able to get the work done. Absolutely. I mean, everything that you're saying is obviously to the very T and to the core because you have to, you know, asking yourself how bad do you want it like if I would have sat there and listened to like obviously I kind of you know really took off my business right before the pandemic even though I had the idea and yes I was like you said was a hobby I was on you know Instagram and LinkedIn just sharing content in fall 2019 and I'm like I'm a career coach but I was just it was a hobby in 2020 right before the pandemic I was like no I'm a I'm a social career coach and that's why I started getting sales calls getting clients you know providing those live transformation, mm-hmm. right? Um, but even coming from that place, if I would have sat there and like listened to like every comment, you're just a young social worker, what are you doing? You know, or I don't have money, I don't have time. Like if I would have t- took the time to really listen to all those things, then I wouldn't have, you know, been where I am today. If I would have listened to every, my brain that's saying you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, you know, you don't, you don't have info. Like if I also, another thing, cause I know you mentioned about like investing when I first started and obviously now there's so many resources. I know you'll probably talk about those in a little bit, but back then, like you say, I didn't know. So I was like swiping my credit card left and right. I was like, <laughs> let me, inv-. and before you know, I was like, holy crap, I'm in all this debt uh-huh. um, from, you know, <laughs> trying to gain information until, right. you know, then I was able to really be strategic in my investment then the last coach that I invested in, I was like, this is it. And I, you know, took it to like another level and I was able to, you know, pay back all that debt, you know, yeah. right away, like within just a couple of months, because I really was committed. And I saw this as a, like, I, I'm not going to fail. Like, right. day, I have to give it my all because I got myself in this debt and I can get myself out of it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It, I, I'm, I was just pulling up a quote I had shared yesterday that comes from James Clear, and I believe it's from his book, Atomic Habits, where it says, it doesn't make sense to continue wanting something if you're not willing to do what it takes to get it. If you don't want to live the lifestyle, then release yourself from the desire. To crave the result, but not the process, is to guarantee disappointment. And I love that you're bringing up about like the investments. I, I was having a conversation just this week about social workers and making investments. Um, and it's because like we're not used, if it's not a CEU, 
right? Or if it's not like an advanced degree or certification, we're not used to investing in ourselves. Um, but what I always kind of preach, right, in terms of strategic investments, because I've been down that road, right? I actually on this entrepreneurship, swipe and swipe and swipe in this, da, 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 right? Oh my God, um, yes. Is, how to be strategic about the investments, right? I'd love that your coach, for example, you're like, oh, she was a social worker and now she's a sales coach, right? That people come to me because they're like, she's a social worker and she's doing this work and she's able to, to have a business, right? Um, so really being strategic about the type of investments that we make, but also recognizing the level of investment, right? If you're going to invest four figures in something, it's going to maybe like feel scary, but you're going to show the hell up. Right. Oh, yes. When I invest $25 in a, a webinar, I'm like half listening. Cause I'm like, what's $25? Like, I'll be all exactly. right. I spend more at brunch. Right. <laughs> but when I'm investing, I like the mastermind that I'm in right now is $25,000 for the year. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, you must believe I show up to every single call. I'm anyone questions. I'm unmuting my mic every five seconds. Anyone want to volunteer? Yep. Let's talk about my business. Like, I am maximizing it. Right. But it's also understanding what's the return on the events investment. I know that when I'm able to invest this $25,000, she's going to help me make six figures in a quarter, right? So it's like when you look at it that way. And so when I talk to my social workers, right, um, and how we can leverage our skills, uh, our amazing skills, right, whether it's in the medical space, the school space, um, macro policy space, right? Um, easily making that investment back, right? Making four and five figures from different contracts, right? When you Once you can learn how to leverage your skills, but that fear sometimes, right? Can kind of like hold us back and keep us small when really the, the opportunity is exponential for us. Absolutely. And, you know, in hearing you say that about like investment, and I know you come across it, you know, a lot with your clients, even for me too, and anyone who express interest and in like working with me, you know, we get a lot about, you know, I don't have money to invest right now, or I don't have money to, you know, pay that four figures or anything like that. And it's just so, and I understand sometimes, you know, situations are just not ideal and yeah, that's okay. The reality but, of it, yeah. But there's some people that at the end of the day, like, if you truly want something, you're going to figure it out, right? Because like you say, you spend more in brunch, you spend more on like equipment, on trips, you find a way because you want something, right? right. So it's really about like, whether it's a business coach, whether it's a career coach, you know, whatever type of coach, a fitness coach, they have a transformation, right? Like, right. you know, for career coach, I'm going to help you build that confidence. Like that's prices. I'm going to help you, you know, market yourself. I'm going to just help you, you know, achieve your highest potential. Like for me, that's freaking prices for you. Yeah. You're teaching your clients how to build the foundations and how to have a sustainable business so yeah. they can have the life that they want. Same thing with a health coach. Yeah. They're helping them, you know, be healthy and just live you know, a healthier lifestyle, like all of those things are absolutely priceless. Like yeah. I get it. Sometimes taking that risk is absolutely scary, but if you got somebody like, you know what, this person gets me, like, I'm like, hello, here's my money. Yeah. Um, you know, let's figure it out together. And I understand some people are scared to take that leap, but you can then come back and be like, oh my God, I'm burned out. I'm stuck. I don't know what I'm doing, but you had a exactly. way out, you know, yeah. but I understand that of course it's not easy. Like I mentioned, there are some people that I'm unfortunately are in really really tough situations financially yeah. but what would you say to like anyone who's listening that you know maybe in that path or you know want to invest or anything like that or even thinking about like starting their business like what would you tell them right um 
I think there's a, you can start with what is accessible to you, right? And I mean that in like, yes, you can get books. I have tons of books I love to recommend. Um, I have tons of resources, right? But that's going to depend on the speed in which you want this to happen, mm, right? Yep. Self-learning, self-studies, $25 masterclasses, $10 eBooks. You're going to get some information, but it's going to take you longer to get to your result. So that's a, that's a personal decision. If you're waiting, if you, if you just truly don't have the financial investment, but you want to start learning, you can do self-learning, right? You can get some really great books that are out there. It just recognizes probably going to take you longer, right? Especially yeah. because the learning curve is steep because we don't have the business acumen right now, right? Yeah. If you're brand new to this business world, you don't have the business acumen. So the learning, the, the learning curve is steep. If you are like a me where I was like, I am tired of this shit. I need to make this happen. Like I don't got more. I got, I got nine months in this school year. I got it. Like, I don't have, I don't got time. Right. I needed to invest. And that is what helps me skyrocket. Right. The growth of my business is through those types of investments. So if you are looking for quicker growth, you're looking for more strategy, you're looking for more handholding, Right. Accountability. Accountability. Girl, the accountability, right? You're going to have to invest because we cannot do this by ourselves. And that's actually a huge lesson in entrepreneurship, right? You cannot grow a successful business by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm in whether that's having a coach to like help guide you or even just the supports that you're going to have in your business, you cannot do it by yourself, right? That was a huge lesson I had to learn. I was the bottleneck. My business literally stopped growing because I was the one holding it up, yeah. right? for many different reasons. So we have to learn how to get support and be comfortable getting support, right? But I know that's hard for a lot of us <laughs> because of our own backwards, our own uh, backgrounds. I am, you know, Miss Hyper-Independent, so I get it. But if we want to step into the CEO seat, we have to be able to, one, make decisions quicker, right? Don't keep like watching the person. I don't know if I should invest. I don't know if I should do it. I have it, but like make a decision quicker, right? And two, be willing and ready to get support. Yes, absolutely. Be <laughs> ready to step in, in the discomfort, but mm -hmm. also being able to allow yourself to grow. Because again, y'all, you have a social work degree or you're about to get a social work degree. You know how much foundational skills you have already learned? Yes, there's a lot to learn, like you mentioned, marketing and all of those things. But you have a lot of skills right now that you have gained so far, even if it's internship experience. And give yourself credit, obviously, where it's due, right? Like sometimes, like for us, our journey, we had a vision, it kind of dictated. And mm -hmm. that's okay, right? We're giving ourselves grace and look at all the amazing lives that we're changing. So, you know, it's really about just reminding yourself of like your unique skills and what you want to do with that skills, like your own mission statement, you know? Mm -hmm. So I know we yeah. definitely shared a lot, a lot of gems and all of those things. I would love for you to share, you know, with my fellow listeners where they can find you, anything that you're working on and no worries. I will be including all of this in the show notes. I love it. Yes. I, uh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. I love talking about entrepreneurship and social. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> um, so if anyone would like to take some action, we have a recorded idea to income masterclass that is up for purchase. 
um, where you will get two hours of me talking about how you can leverage your social work skills to build your business, right? Uh, if you're used to client management, you're used to school social work, right? How can you leverage the skills and the, the, the um, strategies, right, that you're already implementing in your roles into the business that you want to learn. It comes with a workbook, it comes with guides, it comes with a business tracking spreadsheet. Um, so you can feel free uh, to uh, purchase the Idea to Income Masterclass, um, but also stay in touch, right? Join our newsletter because we run our Social Work Entrepreneurship Incubator, um, where you not just get learning from me, but I bring in experts on sales, on marketing, on mindset, on accounting and finance, um, as well as the community, right? And that's kind of the biggest piece of this is being surrounded by other people on this journey. Uh, so staying uh, on our uh, email list so you can know when those doors open so you can join. Um, and, and I hope to see you inside. <laughs> yes, you heard a lot of clear. Go run to those links in the show notes. <laughs> gain community, learn so much insight and knowledge to kick off your business in 2023. And of course, level up in your career. Thank you so much for Christina for sharing so many gems. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in on the latest episode of the Social Work Insider. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a review on the platform that you're listening from and follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Year Above Mind and LinkedIn at Harleni Vasquez for more motivation on how to content to help you level up within your social work career. Until next time.